Hey guys, my name is Luke Eggerbrotten, and I'm so excited to bring you episode seven of Phaser Friday. But first, Phaser Friday is brought to you by our good friends at Phaser Marketing. Let's be honest, you either own a small business or you know somebody that does. Phaser Marketing offers a one-stop shop marketing team for your business. They stop you from wasting your valuable time trying to juggle and learn the core elements of marketing. To learn more, visit our website at phasermarketing.com. That's phasermarketing.com and take your business to the next level. With that, I'd like to introduce our episode seven guest. Uh, we've been working together for a little bit now and I'm super excited to have you on the show. Pelican Rapids own Bryce Bergeron. How are you doing, man? Good. How about you? Not too bad. Thanks again for coming on. I'm super excited to kind of get to know a little bit more about your business and also dive into entrepreneurship a little bit more as well. Yeah, I'm stoked to be on your show here. So uh, I guess just to start off, you know, tell, tell me a little bit more about you, where you're from um, and what you do. So I'm Bryce Bergen. I'm the owner and operator of Lakes Elite Detail. Uh, we're based out of Pelican Rapids and we service the Ottertail County area, the lakes area, uh, doing mobile detailing and window tinting. Awesome. And uh, how did you start your business and when did you start it? So I actually started working at an auto body shop detailing cars there after they got done being worked on and getting all dirty from sanding and all that yeah. fun stuff. So uh, I was kind of getting in depth of detailing there and I started just watching YouTube and uh, kind of getting pointers and tips from other detailers online. And I kind of started practicing on my own stuff. And then eventually I figured out, I was like, oh, well, I think I kind of want to start my own thing. So I started doing that on the side and then it kind of got a little overwhelming being, I couldn't handle working full-time job and doing this on the side. So figured I'd just start off and go all for it and started full-time doing it in 2018. I started now I'm full-time and go staying busy. Awesome. So, I mean, that's so interesting to me, you know, 2018, you're, I mean, a few years out of high school, you know, and what is that like? Um, just, you know, for one, starting your own business is a big thing, but then going full time in it, uh, how was that transition? Um, did you hit some bumps in the road? I mean, you're, you are your own boss. Did you have any issues like getting up and going to work? Uh, yeah, at first, uh, just getting up in the morning, like, Oh, you gotta actually start on time and just get going and yeah. can't just be uh, laying around all the time. Cause uh, you kind of think you have that slack, but you're the one pulling the ropes and getting things going. So, right. Would you say that um, you prefer that? Like if, if you know, you're the one pulling the ropes, like I think you'd probably rather have that because um, you know, so I've, I've gotten to know you over the last uh, year or so, and uh, you're just such a hard worker and you're so business minded and motivated that, you know, I think you put the, the chips on the table and I'd want to bet, on myself, you know, and bet on you, uh, as far as like pulling the rope. So, um, what was that like? Um, did you start off five days a week or did you just have so much work that it was more like six or seven or what was that the first, uh, the first few weeks like? Well, the first few weeks were, I'd say it was kind of overwhelming, uh, yeah. just trying to get things done. And obviously you're kind of trying to 
at first you're trying to get everything possible to not say no and yeah. pretty much doing everything under the sun. And then you got to kind of find your limit and then just figure out what you want to do and what your prices are and all that. Did you, did you ever, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up pricing. Um, did you ever have any issues, um, not charging enough or charging too much or how did you find the sweet spot of, you know, what to charge somebody and also knowing the value you're bringing? Yeah. At first I was kind of, I'd say I was selling myself short, probably charging a little or not enough, but, uh, once time went on, you obviously know your worth and value your time a little more and you actually develop a little more skill and kind of rhythm to everything. So it all comes with it over time. So for sure. Um, do you, uh, so like obviously detailing vehicles, window tinting, um, the detailing part is a really fascinating business to me because cars will continue to get dirty. And so do you have a lot of repeat business and customers that you work with on a consistent basis? Uh, as of right now, there's quite a bit of repeat customers coming back. People that are pretty particular in what they Mm -hmm. drive and all that. Uh, especially I do a lot of Marine, uh, detailing. So a lot of boats and pontoons and that's pretty seasonal. So a lot of people like to clean them up in spring and then also in the fall before they go get put away in storage. Definitely. So I kind of want to touch on that because that's something that I feel like, uh, isn't, you know, around really is, you know, this boat detailing. And so how does that work? Uh, do you, do you need the boat out of the water to detail it or can you detail it when it's docked or how does that work? So, yeah, that's kind of a piece that kind of sets us aside from other detailers is we can actually detail boats and pontoons on the lift, the interiors of boats and pontoons mm-hmm. on the lift. So we bring all of our gear down, say it's on the dock. We just, uh, I have a generator set it up on the dock. So I have power for vacuum and yeah. cleaning everything out. And, uh, it's a pretty quiet generator. So there's no disturbing anyone, your neighbors and all that. So how important is it, uh, in your mind, I guess, um, to, you have the flexibility and the mobility because you are a mobile detailer. Um, how has that opened up opportunities for you instead of having a fixed location where somebody would bring their vehicle to you? So I probably have a little bit of a further reach with people Mm -hmm. like that, um, or detailing like that mobily because, I can actually go to them without the inconvenience of them having to haul a vehicle, get a ride and do all that. Right. Say like, especially with boats too, like the docks are lakeside detailing. They don't have to take their boat out of the lake when it's already in the lake, haul it to the shop, get it detailed and then bring it back and get it back in the lift. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's so interesting. You know, I, listen to you talk about your business and we've talked about your business a few other times besides, besides this. And, um, you know, and when I first started talking to you, you didn't have a website and you didn't do a whole lot of, you know, digital marketing, but the thing is, is you didn't have to, you know, you were putting out your work on your Facebook page and your Instagram and like showcasing your work, but it's almost like, you know, you don't need to do digital advertising to bring work in. You almost just want to kind of round out your brand and your business um, 
and, you know, give them a website or something, but you also don't need that to drive business to you. So I guess how have you gotten so much business and like, how have you, how do you get customers? I'd say my base was probably for sure family and friends and then doing good work and the word of mouth goes a long way. And, uh, that's actually how I got majority of my bigger customers. Yeah. And, uh, just taking before and after pictures is super satisfying. And yeah. that's kind of what people like to see, especially in the detailing world. Yeah. That's uh that's one of my favorite things, you know, on Instagram is all these detailing companies, the before and afters, you know, you see the mats and it's just so dirty and disgusting. And then they just go to work and uh, put their magic to it. And so I, I love the content that comes out from you and other detailing companies as well, but it's just so cool to hear you say, you know, the friends and family, but then it's also through your work. So you do it all once, but then you did such a good job. The experience was great that they come back. And that's really how I'm trying to build phaser marketing. And what we are doing is, you know, sure we can run ads or do other things, but ultimately I want to grow internally through our own clients who recommend us, refer us or things like that. So I really applaud you for growing your business like that. And, you know, it's no surprise that, um, you're killing it and you're going to continue to, um, skyrocket. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And like the biggest thing with like, say I use Facebook for my before and after pictures that kind of gets me my base, but now working with you, I feel like I can, get people the more specific questions that they're looking mm-hmm. for. For sure. With having a website being built. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, it's so much more than just getting leads or getting a client. It's, it's answering questions. It's um, familiarizing your business with other people. It's giving people options as well um, because you may not be able to do that on Facebook or Instagram all the time. So that's really what we're trying to, to help you with and what we're going to do. I know we've got your website almost done. So very excited to, to launch that and, you know, get behind your business as much as we can. So, um, I want to talk a little bit more about, uh, your self-employment. Um, I just find it fascinating. I know a lot of the people listening, um, you know, find it very interesting, just like owning a business and kind of how to get there. So how was, how was it your first year leading up to now, uh, being self-employed, like, did you have it all figured out right away? Did you know how much to pay yourself? Like all of these questions I feel like go on through your head, which I'm going through right now. Um, how did you navigate all that and how has it been? So at first, uh, obviously taking that leap is pretty, uh, scary, just figuring things out, but, uh, obviously trial and error, you figure it out and, uh, and pretty much say paying yourself. I always kind of put say my personal bills first, just enough to cover that. And then the rest yeah. going back into the company. So the company obviously can grow and expand off that profit margin. Yeah. I love that. And it's, it's, uh, the delayed gratification of realizing that, you know, you being the business owner, you're kind of the bottom of the bucket. Um, yeah. and you know, you, like you said, you got to pay the bills and everything extra should go back into the business. And it's, it may be tempting to, you know, take a little bit more because it's just in your account sitting right there, but you have to look at the long-term vision of your business and really, what do you want to be doing the next five to 10 years? And it's running this business. And so how do you, how does it succeed? It's having that capital in your bank account, which is, it's, 
tough for a lot of people to do to just see it and not take it. But, um, you know, it's really important to delay that gratification and keep putting the money into the business. Um, you know, I, cause I had started phaser in 2019 and didn't pay myself a paycheck until two weeks ago was my first paycheck. And, uh, so excited. It was pretty small, but, uh, you know, it just, I didn't even care, honestly, like the money going back into the business is more important to me. Um, but also then taking care of, um, uh, my wife and I, and, and doing things like that is very important, but really it's just that long-term vision that you have with the business is so cool. For sure. And then having that money in your bank account, I always like, uh, getting new equipment and just yep. being better and more efficient and just trying things out to, uh, be better at what you do. Yeah. So for sure. And that's, you know, any of your customers or any potential customers listening, they should be so excited to hear that because you're not just taking the money and cashing out, but you're putting it back into the business, the equipment, the efficiencies, your website. I mean, this is all uh, to make your business and the experience that much better. So, you know, hats off to you for, um, you know, figuring that out, but I'm sure you can attest to not everything is figured out and it's a day-to-day grind yeah. and battle and you got to put people in your corner that, you know, can really help you out. Yeah, exactly. And then being organized is probably the key for everything. And yeah. I'm still learning that out sticky notes, uh, yeah. calendars, folders, all that stuff, just trying to categorize everything and stay on top of everything also. Yeah. That's big for me. I'm definitely learning that and getting a lot of help from, my wife, Olivia, but, uh, she's a lot more organized and, you know, I'll get there and figuring it out. But, um, so, uh, one question I, you know, I wrote down that I really wanted to ask you is, uh, so with your business and with everything, uh, small business related, I guess, um, what is something that you're grateful for? Uh, probably friends and family that have supported me along the way throughout all of this. Um, they're probably the backbone of everything for just sharing things on Facebook to bringing things down to me to detail, to kind of fill in the voids, yeah. save us time or just wanting things done. That, uh, that's a huge part of, uh, the business there. Yeah, man, that's, that's so big. And, um, I was thinking about this the other day and just how you've grown and how it, you have this core support group and clientele and it's, you know, friends and family and people that are wearing your hats. I mean, out at WeFest, I, I saw somebody uh, bartending with your hat on. I'm like, you know, it's just so cool to see people supporting. Um, and then also you just, uh, there's even little things that people can do to support. And that's like you said, engaging on social media, commenting on one of your posts, like asking questions. It's little things like that, that may not seem like a big deal. But to you, I mean, you're putting everything into your business and any of that really does help a ton. Yeah, just the little things like say they people don't want to get a detail because it's just not what they want. Right. But even just buying a hat and supporting, I love going out and about and seeing someone with just one of my hats around, like you said, in DL or yeah. WeFest, anything like that. It just uh, makes you feel a little better knowing that people are supporting you. Totally. And I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, um, we sell our merchandise as well. And it's, we, you know, people that buy our merchandise, 
99% of them aren't going to be like a client of ours. And, but that's not really the point. It's, you know, they want to support the brand and they know that this helps. And also like they may be able to refer somebody who is a good client to us. And it's the same thing with, with your business. It's, you know, just representing that brand and that merchandise and, you know, trying to be a good referral source for you is, is massive because growing through word of mouth is the best way you can grow. You can kind of round out and help your business through other channels like digital marketing, but ultimately you got to run the business like through word of mouth and uh, you know, you can really succeed that way. Yeah, absolutely. And like, even just uh, the support of like hats and stuff like you're doing what I'm doing and going through you. I like it because you were a local here and still are. And all my hats are locally bought and made in uh Perm. So nice. I just like kind of keeping it going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got these, I, I do most of my merch in, uh, in Fargo in at CI sports. So yeah, totally just trying to help out, you know, where we can and, you know, you know, you don't make a whole lot of money on merch. It's, it's more so about the, Hey, if you're willing to walk around with our brand on, you know, on your hat or your sweatshirt, that means so much more than a few dollars that you're going to make. So, um, yeah, exactly. really an awesome business though. Uh, so another thing is, um, you know, we're kind of talking about, you know, your development, entrepreneurship, self-employment, um, what is something that, you know, your first year, I'm sure it was a roller coaster just being full-time. Um, and now obviously there's still ups and downs, but what is something or some things that you know now that you didn't know in your first year? Probably talking to customers. Uh, I'd say communication is key. Just talking to customers and figuring out what they want and what their expectations are, especially in detailing. You could say you want your car detailed, but what does that mean? It could be exactly. trashed. It could be fairly clean already. And uh, just trying to meet their expectations or meet in the middle and uh, make sure you're both on the same understanding of what you're getting and what they're wanting. Right. So how does that work? So say I have like a, uh, a new F-150 that just has a little bit of stuff to go through. And then I also have a, like a 1995 Dodge Grand Caravan that's been through hell and back. Um, is that, that can't be priced the same, right? Or how does that work? So yeah, like right now I've kind of got it broke down into like, I have a premium detail and then I have a basic detail. Mm -hmm. uh, say like that F-150, there's dust here and there. It needs a good vacuum. I'd recommend putting you towards that basic detail because it doesn't need a full right. overhaul detail or needs shampooing and all that stuff being like that older vehicle. It's probably got stains from when it first came off the showroom floor yeah. and uh, just uh, needs a all around good conditioning. So I'd push you more towards that premium detail to kind of give you that new car feel Yeah, and then give it the attention that it needs. I gotcha. And uh, um, so I, we had, uh, Olivia and I had just moved down to Arizona two weeks ago and it's different here there, you know, obviously no snow, but like there's no hardly any rust on any cars. So that that's been new to me. Um, and I was thinking about it and I was like, I got to ask Bryce this. Uh, cause when I lived up in Minnesota and Nebraska, I had the monthly car wash. So I'd wash my car almost every day to get the salt off. Do you think people wash their car more 
up in like the snowy States, like Minnesota, or do you think they wash them more, you know, down in Arizona, like where it's just sunny? Oh, uh, from what I've seen, I can't say I've ever been to Arizona. Um, I'd say people probably wash their cars more up North just because it's generally more dirty up here mm-hmm. that and like this, obviously in the winter, the cold kind of puts a damper on going through car washes here and there, but yeah. uh, everyone wants to get that layer of salt off. And then yeah. down South it seems like there's more concrete asphalt, depending on right. the area, obviously. But uh, it seems like everything kind of stays typically a little cleaner down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys also have to deal with a little more pollen depending on where you are also. Right. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I, I feel like you're in a really good market because it's so nasty in the winter that, you know, you, even if you do get your car detailed um, or I should say a car washed and then you drive and then it can get dirty again. But what you do, and I don't know if you want to touch it at all, but um, you do some different things as far as detailing, especially on the exterior. Um, is that a ceramic coating you have or what, what is that? Cause I saw the video of you pouring the water on that truck. And I mean, it was awesome. So yeah, this is kind of the new and upcoming thing in the detailing world, especially for people with higher end vehicles or people that have more appreciation to the vehicle that they drive. So this is uh it's called a ceramic coating. And what I'm doing is the coating process isn't all that difficult, but the prep process is insane because it's a semi-permanent coating that you're putting on your vehicle. And some say it's like putting a small layer of glass on your vehicle. So I'm taking out any kind of imperfections. I'm prepping it. I'm stripping any kind of road tar, uh, sap that may be on the vehicle, bugs. And then I'm uh, taking any kind of iron fallout that might be from your brake pads on there. And then I'll be uh, any kind of wax that's left over on there. So we want to get rid of any kind of beading, sheeting, off the vehicle and then we'll do a extensive cutting compound and polishing on the paint and then we finish up with the ceramic coating and that's where you saw that uh the water yeah. just sheeting the vehicle there and that's it's awesome. pretty satisfying after that yeah very cool do you do do you do anything um i'm not trying to brag here but i used to detail some cars back a few years ago i i would just do the new cars that came on the lot so Detailing okay. was just vacuuming the fuzzies from the factory. So not, not really true detailing, but, um, do you do anything with the windshield? I, I can't remember what it was called, but we had some application that you could put on there and it same kind of thing. Like rain would just like fall off of it. Yep. So I have a couple different applications and the leading one right now is called glass parency. And that's what I like to use. Mm-hmm. And it has some sort of chemical bond in the glass itself that just makes the water just sheet off your windshield. I went through one of probably the worst rainstorms ever, probably about a year and a half ago. And I didn't turn my windshield wipers on once. That's insane. And people were pulled over on the side of the roads (laughs) waiting for it to clear up. Was that in your Mustang or your truck? That was in my last pickup. Oh, but I have it on all my vehicles now. Yeah. How's your, how's your Mustang doing? I like it. It's fun. Uh, yeah, probably in trouble pretty quick, but I've yeah. only been pulled over once of it so far. <laughs> well, that's good. Good deal. Um, so, you know, kind of, I want to go back into your business a little bit, but you know, you're based out of Pelican Rapids, Minnesota. 
And yep. how, how far do you travel or would you travel for a customer? Typically? I'd say depending on the customer, I guess, um, I've traveled as far as, uh, park rapids, which is a little over an hour. Yeah. And, wow. uh, as long as they have enough work for me to make it worthwhile, um, there's no question in my mind that I'll go up and do it. So cool. Um, and, I'd say probably within a hundred miles, that'd yeah. probably be permanent. So that's awesome. And, uh, kind of asking for myself, but how far out are you booked? I typically stay in the range, uh, all summer, probably two to three weeks out roughly. Okay. And cool. then depending on the job that people are want done, I can squeeze them in here and there. Say they want just the two front windows done. I can get them in within uh, a couple days. Okay, cool. So, um, going back to your services, uh, do you just kind of want to wrap them off? So you do, you know, window tinting, uh, talk about a little bit about your services and, uh, kind of everything you do. So we'll just start at the bottom. I do basic interior details. I do basic exterior details. So you want a car wash, but an actual hand wash to get that film off. We do that. And just kind of depending on what you're wanting, we can kind of fluctuate and figure out what you want and get you to where you're looking for or get you what you're looking for. Um, full interiors, we steam clean, we shampoo, we get everything looking as new as possible. Everything is obviously it's not going to look brand new. Like it just came off the showroom floor, but right. we'll get it as close as possibly can. And then uh, we do full window tint services, um, we do boats, pontoons, interior, exteriors, and then the final kind of the upper package is ceramic coating on your, say, sports car or nicer pickup. Mm-hmm. You want to keep that paint looking good and the gloss looking good and lasting quite a while. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, you know, when we do this phaser Friday, you know, I was telling you before we started that this is really all about you and just to get your business out there, but it's also, you know, it's just for people to see like who you are and what you do and just how genuine and awesome you are. And so anyway, I can help. Of of course I'm down to do it because I know that anyone I send your way is going to be happy and, you know, excited and just satisfied with the work you do. So I, you know, definitely want to thank you for like coming on the show. Um, but you know, kind of one last thing, if you can just talk about, um, if somebody wants to reach out to you for entrepreneurship questions, um, questions on how to contact you, maybe if they need to reach out to book you, um, what are different ways they can kind of follow along with that? So the best way to contact me is obviously through cell phone. That's going to be the quickest and best response, uh, for me. And then also any kind of social media. So Facebook, Instagram. I'm probably a little quicker on Instagram, Facebook. I'm a little slow on, but I'm getting there. Um, I'll get to you, but it's uh, not going to be as quick, but I'll definitely uh, reach out as soon as I can. Awesome. And then website coming soon. So yes, for sure. I'm excited. That would be awesome. Cool. Well, I appreciate it again, man. Uh, can't wait to, you know, see you soon. I'll be back in a couple of weeks for my wedding and, uh, hopefully I can get on your, get on your list to get my car detailed. So. Absolutely. But all right, Bryce. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks again for jumping on phaser Friday. Um, and we'll just talk soon, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
course, dude. We'll see you soon, man. Yep. Thanks. You too.